Matthew chapter 13. I'm going to read from verse 1 onwards. Matthew chapter 13, verse 1 onwards. On that day, Jesus went out of the house and sat by the seaside. And there were gathered unto him great multitudes, so that he entered into a boat and sat. And all the multitudes stood on the beach. And he spake to them many things in parables, saying, Behold, the sower went forth to sow. And as he sowed, some seeds fell by the wayside, and the birds came and devoured them. And others fell upon the rocky places where they had not much earth. And straight away they sprang up because they had no deepness of earth. I am going to switch to the New King James Version. I'm going to read one more time. Matthew chapter 13 from verse 1 onwards. On the same day, Jesus went out of the house and sat by the sea. And great multitudes were gathered together to him, so that he got into a boat and sat. And the whole multitude stood on the shore. <clears throat> then he spoke many things to them in parables, saying, Behold, a sower went out to sow. And as he sowed, some seed fell by the wayside, and the birds came and devoured them. Some fell on stony places where they did not have much earth, and they immediately sprang up because they had no depth of earth. But when the sun was up, they were scorched, and because they had no root, they withered away. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprang up and choked them. But others fell on good ground and yielded a crop, some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. Please pray this prayer after me. Lord, open my eyes to see your truth. Lord, open my ears to hear your truth. Lord, open my mind to receive your truth. Lord, open my heart to keep your truth. Let me be a doer of your word and not a hearer only. Let me bring forth much fruit to the praise and glory of God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Speak, Lord. I will listen and obey. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Praise be to God. Matthew chapter 13. God's word says, On the same day Jesus went out of the house and sat by the sea very intentionally. Jesus Christ, he gets up, he moves from one location and he goes to another location because he had heaven's agenda. Jesus Christ had, Jesus Christ had heaven's agenda, which was to deposit this word into the hearts of the people. No matter who was going to be there, who wasn't going to be there, he was going to be there. And where he was, all those whom God wanted to be there to hear his word, they were all there. And a great multitude, a lot of people, were gathered together to him so that he got into a boat and sat. So in order to be able to be in a place where 
people can see him. The people will be able to pay attention to him. Jesus sat in a boat and and he's speaking here. And he spoke many things to them in parables. So there were lots and lots of things that Jesus spoke about. Not everything is recorded here. But what God wants us to know, what God wants God's people in this generation who have been given his word, the Bible, in their hands. God wants them to know certain things. And God says, this should be there. This should be there. This should be there. This should be there. And the Holy Spirit, he took certain messages or certain parables and certain instructions that Jesus gave, which you and I should know about. God actually put that in his word, in the book of all books, which is God's word. And so this parable is one among the many parables that Jesus spoke. It is so important. God has put this parable here. So it is necessary for us to pay attention to what Jesus Christ spoke. And especially out of all the parables, God took these parables and he put these in here. We really need to pay attention to this. Jesus said this in your Bibles. You know, if you have the red letters, you'll see that. Those are very, very important. Jesus is saying this. Behold, a sower went out to sow. There was this sower. He's someone who sows. It's not a random person who just says, well, I like sowing and so I'm going to sow. No, this is a professional person. This is his job. He's a sower. He is going to sow. And so he takes a seed and he's intentionally going to sow because he's expecting a return. I'm going to say it again. This sower, he's taking this, he's not taking something and saying, I'm just going to play. No, he's not saying that, well, I want to see what happens. He's not someone who's experimenting. This is a sower who wants to receive his yield. He wants to receive his yield. That means whatever I'm doing, I'm expecting something in return. This is my livelihood and this is something that is important to me. So this is the man who is intentionally going with a purpose, number one. Number two is he knows what he's doing. This is a person, a sower by profession. He knows sewing. A carpenter, if he's called a carpenter, he knows carpentry. A builder, he knows how to build. A teacher, he or she knows how to teach. Whatever the professional doctor, they know about how to treat the patients. And so whatever a person's profession is, they are skilled in that area to an extent. The sower who knows his job, who has the seeds, who is expecting a return, is going with one reason. What is his reason? His reason is, I need to get my Results, profit. The seeds I'm going to sow today will grow into crops and will bring the whatever it is you're sowing. You know, if you're sowing grapes, it's going to bring grapes. If you're sowing wheat, it's going to bring wheat. If you're sowing corn, it's going to bring corn. Whatever you're sowing, it's supposed to bring that. And this sower goes intentionally. He goes intentionally expecting the yield. He knows what he's doing 
And now he carries the seed and he's going. So when you think about the sower and the seed, know that the sower is not someone, you know, who just does something without knowing what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. So with this in mind, we are going to read because the Spirit of God wants us to take this approach and we are going to have this in mind. This is a sower who knows what he's doing, who has what he needs and who is intentional in getting his results. Now he's taking the seed and he's going. This is how every believer who decides to take God's word and get themselves trained and then they know what they're doing. Now they take the word of God and they go to give to people. The word of God that is given to people must be given intentionally expecting a result from what you are doing, sowing, and you should know how to do it. You can just take the seeds and say, oh, I'm going to put, you give the seeds to a little child. What the child will do, it will take notes, oh, all over blood and put all over itself. They won't even know what these are. But if you give it to a sower, sower seeds, they say, oh, these are treasures. I can actually make money out of this. Then they will take this and plant it, expecting the results to bring profit for themselves. We should be people who are intentional in doing the will of God. We should be people who should take thought about the time, the day, the hour, the season. That God wants us to do certain things. There are certain periods and seasons God was specifically tell us do this. Because it's it's good time to sow. We as God's people should know God's heart. What is God saying? What is God doing? Jesus said this. I see my father do some things and I do the exact same things. I'm paraphrasing it. Whatever he sees his father do, he does it. Whatever he hears his father speaks, he spoke it. God is speaking to our hearts today. We need to be in alignment with the Word of God. In order for that to happen, we need to know the Word of God. That's why God's Word says we need to skillfully handle the Word of God. We need to be people who are diligent in the Word of God. So now, a sower went out to sow. And as he sowed, some seeds fell by the wayside. And the birds came and devoured them. He's taking these seeds and he's sowing. While he's sowing, Jesus Christ, he speaks about different types of ground that is there. What will give the results that the sower is looking for? Which type of ground? The sower he is sowing, as he's sowing, some seed fell by the wayside. As he throws it, some fell by the wayside. So when it fell by the wayside, what happened? Birds came and devoured them. What are these birds doing? They are looking for the seeds. And they say, there is a seed. There is a seed. There is a seed. And they go and eat those seeds. At that point, what happens? 
whatever seed fell, it goes into the birds. It's no longer going to take root. It's no longer going to grow. God is speaking to our hearts at this hour. The birds of the air will look to take the seeds out of the place where the seeds were thrown. We have to understand every time the word of God is given, are we people who take his word and hide it in our hearts? Or are we going to let it be over here? Be forgetful hearers, but we go, we get the word, we say, oh, nice. I'm happy. Good word. Great message. I'm motivated. From tomorrow, I'm going to do this. How many of you have done that? Tomorrow morning, I'm going to do this. And what do they do when tomorrow comes? They don't do anything about it. God is speaking to hearts today. If you really mean that tomorrow you're going to do something about it, you'll start it today. I want to repeat it. If you want to do something tomorrow with the word that God has given, say, from tomorrow I'm going to do this, then from today you're going to take caution about all the things that you want to discard, all the things that come in the way between you and God and whatever changes you're going to make. You're going to do something about it today, not wait till tomorrow. You're going to prepare today for tomorrow. Some people will say like, from tomorrow morning, I'm going to get up early in the morning and pray. And what they do, they'll do all that they have to do tonight to stay late. They say, this isn't important. That's important. That's important. That's what's not important now. Getting up in the morning and praying is not important anymore. What happened to that spiritual high? What happened to all the things that you said? Oh, God, I will do it in the presence of God with tears. What happened to that? You let the birds take that away from you. God is speaking to our hearts at this hour. The birds of the air will keep looking to see how they can take that which belongs to you. Don't you be a wayside, God is speaking at this hour. Don't you be a wayside. Don't you be that ground that is like the wayside. That says, oh, something fell on me. I feel the impact. Then what? Then what? If you are not a doer of the word. Whatever falls on you will be taken away by the demons. They will come and say, I'm here to take it away from you. You know why? You didn't hide it in your heart. Who are those who hide the word of God in their hearts? Who are those people? The people who take the word of God, grab it. That means they're taking it and they're thinking about it. Think about it. Think about it. Think about it. Think about it. The more you think about the word that God has spoken, the more it's going to just sink in. Because it's important to you. The more you take the word of God and say, pray over it, pray over it, pray over it, pray over it, the more that word of God is going to sink inside of you. God is speaking at this hour. When you disregard what God has spoken by praying empty prayers and then coming home and giving priority to other things where you don't even remember what God spoke, what God gave is no longer valuable to you. Don't be a wayside. Don't be a wayside. Don't be a wayside. Be a ground that will receive God's word. Because every seed has the potential to produce many more seeds. Every seed has the potential to bring the fruit that it should bring. 
Every seed has a potential for great multiplication. If you let that pass away, if you let that be taken out of you, if you let the birds of the air come and take it away from you, you will remain a wayside. You will remain a wayside. That investment that needs to go inside of you will be taken away by the birds. They'll eat it. Always remember the devourer comes to devour that which belongs to you. Those seeds belong to you. The word of God, I want to say this, this is very important. Please pay attention to this. The word of God does two things. One is, it's bound to go inside of you and bless you. That's the word of God does. When you let the word of God go inside of you, it blesses you. Spirit, soul, body, and mind, there's a transformation that takes place where this word of God is so powerful. We saw in worship, it does two things. It blesses in two ways. It does two things. The first thing is it has this destructive force, the word of God. It comes and it destroys the destructive power that is destroying you. Secondly, the word of God has a power to impart life. See, if you just go and say, well, I don't like how this old house looks. Everything is broken down. Windows are broken down. The walls are broken down. The doors are broken down. Maybe somebody lived 100 years ago. Maybe the children didn't want the property. The whole thing is broken down. You know what? You can just bring it down and a, and a guy who wants to build a bank in that uh, piece of land, he says, okay, I'm going to build a bank here. And he comes there and he brings his bulldozer and he just brings everything down. Once he brings everything down, he says, well, I brought everything down. Good. Tomorrow, man, tomorrow morning, a bank will be there. No. If just the destructive work is done, what's going to happen? And all the ruins are there. And someone comes and says, I'm going to just clean it up. Clean it up. It's going to be an empty land. God's word doesn't do that. God's word comes and destroys the powers of darkness. It comes and brings you ruins, that which is ruining your life. And then he takes the ruins out of you. That's the work of the word of God. Then he builds something glorious inside of you. So the word of God does two things. Destructive work and creative work. Destroying the powers of darkness and then imparting life to make something new. This is the power of the word of God. It's bound to happen in the lives of all those let the word of God sink inside of them. What else does the word of God do? The word of God goes inside of you as it destroys the powers of darkness and destroys the works of darkness and it destroys the works of flesh. It brings the fruit of the spirit. Doing that, there's a healing that takes place on the inside. There's a deliverance that takes place on the inside. There's this power of God that begins to move inside of you. What happens? You are being made whole first. Then what happens? Twofold things is that will happen. The second thing that will happen is now from you 
will flow rivers of living water. This word of God will transform you and it has the power through you to transform others. So don't be a wayside. Don't be a wayside. Don't be a forgetful hearer of the word. Don't be someone who says, okay, nice. Don't come to church to say, let me see. I'm going to grade Pastor Kerber here and Pastor Philippe here. Well, yesterday was really harsh. Let me give a two. Today was nice, nice prophecy, nice blessings. And I got all these blessings and bless me, Lord, kind of stuff. So today is a, I can give a six. And um, tomorrow, it's kind of a mixture. So maybe I'll give a three. Me go home. I got something. I get a little upset today because I don't like what I heard. Especially when Pastor Padeep comes in, talks about holiness and, and all kinds of things. And you shouldn't do this and do this and all these things. I feel uncomfortable. Well, he gets a two. And well, today morning, Pastor Kirba came and she spoke from Revelation. And it just spooked us up and she gets a minus two. And then you go home and say, well, let's see tomorrow what comes. Let's see if any prophecy comes tomorrow. See if I can give a five. There's out of five. What are you going to do? Deceiving yourself. We are called to come to the presence of God to take in what the Spirit of God gives. We are called to come to the presence of God to see what will come from the mouth of God. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. What comes from the mouth of God? What comes from the mouth of God? Life comes from the mouth of God. Life-giving force comes from the mouth of God. What comes from the mouth of God? Destructive power comes from the mouth of God to destroy Pharaoh, to destroy Satan, to destroy the powers of darkness. How important is God's word to you? How important is God's presence and his word to you? Don't be a wayside. Don't be someone who will just come and sit and say, well, I'm going to take notes. It makes me feel good and I am occupied. I write a sentence and I draw some stars here and some squiggly lines there and see something, you know, see if I like what I hear. We are not here in the presence of God to like what we hear or hear what we like. Because God speaks to us and he speaks what is good for us. God speaks to us. He speaks what is necessary for our soul. God speaks to us to destroy the works of darkness and to build something that was never there to begin with. God is speaking to our hearts this hour. Don't be a wayside. Don't be a wayside. Don't let the enemy steal the word of God that belongs to you. The word of God is so precious. God was saying this during worship. Your word bank, how can your mind get transformed? How can your thinking be transformed? How can you be transformed? How? By letting the word of God go into your mind. The word of God is to go into your mind and take over every part of your thought life. The spirit of God is to go inside the word of God and just go and shoot everything down that is not of God. But let the word of God is to go inside of you.
That's where meditating the word of God comes to play. When you meditate on the word of God, the word that you're meditating will shoot down every negative thought, it'll shoot down every unclean thought, it'll shoot down every hate, it'll shoot down every vengeance, it'll shoot down every anger, it'll shoot down everything that is from the pit of hell. It'll just destroy. Systematically, it'll destroy the powers of darkness. When you allow the word of God to overtake your life, overtake your mind, overtake every part of the being, it's important for the word of God to saturate your mind. Your thought life must be dominated by the word of God. When you meditate on the word of God, you won't have time for anything else. Those who meditate on the word of God will become one with the word of God. There's no struggle for such people. It's not a struggle. Like I fight with the flesh and there is a flesh, you know, fight. And I don't know. And I, every time I keep saying, get out in Jesus' name, get out in Jesus' name, get out in Jesus' name, getting up, get out in Jesus' name, sleeping, get out in Jesus' name, getting up, get out in Jesus' name, lying down, get out in Jesus' name. Learn to meditate on the word of God. The more you give yourself the word of God, the more stronger you'll get. Satan will know when you really say, get out in Jesus' name. One time, two times, three times. When you say it, there will be this God's force behind it. It won't be just your words. It'll be the word of God coming through you. Why? Because it's coming after a good amount of meditation of God's word. This word of God, the seed of God, should be there in your bank. Only then you can withdraw. Only then you can use your ATM card. If you don't have money in there, you can't. If you Have you ever had had experience where you tried using a card and it, and it says that it's not working and you try a different card sometimes your account get, can get locked sometimes you may not have money in the bank sometimes you may do two three times and the bank would think that okay this is fraudulent they can lock you your account the point is if you're not able to get the funds then you won't be able to buy anything God is speaking to our hearts today. If you don't have the word inside, that's one, you won't be able to resist the enemy. Two, the word can be inside, but if you don't withdraw it, you won't be able to resist the enemy. You can have like these um, bullets in a nice box. And you can have a nice gun. But if you don't put the bullets where it should go in the gun. And if you don't fire when you need to. You can't bring the enemy down. It's important to have what you need. And it's important to use it. Make use of it. You need the word of God inside of you. You need the word of God inside of you. That's step number one. If you don't have it, you can't use it. If you have it and if you don't use it, it's still a waste. It's as if you don't have it. What God has given into your possession, make sure you don't let the birds take that away from you. Make sure you don't let the enemy rob that which God has for you. God is speaking at this hour. The word of God is priceless. It's powerful. It can bring down every stronghold of the enemy. The word of God is so powerful. It can create that which is not there. 
The word of God is so powerful. It can bring down to ruins the works of darkness in your life. Whatever it may be, whatever struggle it may be, no matter how strong it may be, no matter how many years it may be there sitting. It's the Spirit of God. Takes the word. Destroys the powers of darkness. It's the Spirit of God who does that work. It is important to let God reign over your minds. It's important to let God reign over your minds because this is where everything begins. God is speaking to our hearts today. Don't let the enemy take the word away from you. See, in this wayside, the word didn't even go inside. See, mind is very important where the word goes into the mind and from the mind it has to go into the heart. It has to settle in your spirit. If you don't sink this word of God here and bring it here, that's when you become a doer of the word. When you don't do that, it's gone. The wayside, the seeds fell on the wayside. It didn't even go inside. So people who don't give room for the Spirit of God to work will be like the wayside where they hear it. They hear the word. And they say, well, I got the word. And that's about it. It didn't even get in. You don't do anything about it. It's not even the ground rejected it. It's the birds of the air that took it. It just took it because you didn't take it in. You didn't take it in. See, the sin here is you really didn't take it in. If you take it in, if you take the word of God inside of you and lock it in your heart, hide it in your heart. I've hidden your word in my heart that I may not sin against you, David said. God is speaking to our hearts at this hour. When you think about the word of God, when you think about the power of the word of God, when you think about how powerful the word of God is and what this word of God can do in your life, it should move you to a state of being careful when you receive the word of God. God is speaking in this hour. When you know the value of the word of God, how powerful it is to destroy the powers of darkness and to impart life inside of you. How powerful it is to transform you and to transform others through you. This should move you to become all the more careful to not become that wayside. I don't want to be someone who just hears it and and just say, well, I agree. I agree. I agree. I'm not saying no to Jesus. I'm not saying no to his word, but you know what? You're not really taking it in. It's just as if you're saying no. This ground didn't just say, well, I'm not receiving it. You can't fall on me and you are in a suspended state where you're not touching my ground. It's nothing like that. It fell on it. It fell on it. But it was not that important. It didn't open up to take it in. The birds came and took it. It was not that important for it. The birds came and took it. The birds came and took it. God is speaking to our hearts today. Don't be the wayside. Don't be around that will let the enemy 
So quickly come and take the word of God. Be someone who will meditate on the word of God. Be someone who will meditate on his word. Be someone who will say, I want to be the ground that took it in, that had room for the word, the roots went down, and it grew, and it gave the result that the solo was looking for. God is looking for the fruit. The Spirit of God, through His servants, the solvers, gives the word every single time. That which has the power to transform your soul. That which has the power to transform your mind. That which has the power to transform every part of your being. Don't be someone who will just hear it, really not take it in. There's a goal from the top of the soil, ground, all the way to the inside. And then it needs room for the roots to grow. No rock should be there. No weeds or thorns should be there. That's for another day. God has spoken about these things before. So you can go and listen to this message. There are many, quite a number of messages on the parable of the sower and the seed that God had me give. We have that. You can listen to that. But today's message, the Spirit of the Lord is focusing on, don't be a wayside. Don't let the enemy come and take that which God has for you. God can give you a promise. But if you're careless, the enemy will come and say, let me take it away. It just went there, but didn't even sink in. It didn't do the work of transformation that ought to be done. It didn't sink in. So then how is it going to go into the spirit? How are you going to become a doer of the word? If you don't meditate, how are you going to become a doer of the word? If you don't meditate on the word of God, how are you going to become a doer of the word? If you don't take it in, how are you going to become a doer of the word? You know, taking it in equals faith. If you have faith in this word, if you know the value of this word, if you have faith in this word, then you're going to take it in. You're going to take it in. You're not going to let it go. You're going to take it in. You're going to say, oh, I need this. I believe this promise. I believe this word. I believe what God has spoken. So I'm going to take it in. I'm going to think about it. I'm going to pray over it. That's how it'll go from here all the way to here into your spirit. And then you begin to act on it. You become a doer of the word. That's when it just comes from your spirit into your actions. God is speaking at this hour. Be someone who will take the word of God in. Don't be a wayside. Don't let the enemy rob that which God has for you. Promises of God. Then God will give you instructions. God will show you how to live as we sang so many times today, teach me, Lord, right now. Teach me, Lord, right now. Holy Spirit, be my teacher. Teach me, Lord, right now. Every time when God comes to teach, every time the Holy Spirit comes and teaches, how well are you absorbing the seed, the Word of God? How keen are you in absorbing the seed, which is the Word of God? Be a good ground. Be a good ground that will take in the word. 
that will soak in the word, that will cause the roots to grow, that will cause the shoot to grow, and that will yield much fruit. Shall we close our eyes and look to the Lord? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. 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 Father, thank you, Lord, for this time. Thank you for speaking to our hearts. The word is so powerful. Thank you for showing us one more time the power of your word, the importance of your word. Father, your people lay hold of this word. May they go after this word as if they are starving. Lord, give them an appetite, an appetite, a great appetite for this word of God. Father, I pray. Bless your people. Let no one be a wayside. May each and every single person do that which they need to do so that their lives can be built up by this word of God. Lord, everything that needs to be destroyed, everything that needs to be brought down, everything that needs to be trampled, everything that needs to be cut down may be accomplished through the word of God. And that which needs to be built up. Oh, Holy Spirit, let your word of God accomplish that. Thank you, Father. As your servant standing in the presence of God, before the throne of God, according to the power and authority given to me by the Almighty God, bless you people with this blessing that you alone can bless them with. Bless them, Lord, I pray. That they may be lovers of your word. That they may take in the word that you give to them every single time. That the devourer may not be able to devour that which you have given to them. That their portion may never be stolen by the enemy. Oh God, bless your people. With this blessing I bless them with. That they may become diligent doers of your word. That they may become diligent seekers of your word. That their lives be reformed and transformed by the power of your word. I thank you for doing this. In Jesus' most precious name, I pray. Amen. Amen. May the Lord bless us and keep us. May the Lord cause his face to shine upon us and be gracious to us. May the Lord... Lift up his countenance upon us and bless us with his peace. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, may the love of God the Father, and the sweet fellowship of his Holy Spirit rest and remain with us all now and until we see Jesus face to face. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus.